Yo, what up to all my ballers and shot callers? How are y'all hanging tonight? I'll tell you what, I sure am happy our suspension on YouTube is after and done with tonight. We can get back to the normally scheduled programming. But tonight, we aren't holding back. We're about to go insane for the Ukraine more than we ever have. That's right, tonight we will push the boundaries of society into a region that is not socially acceptable to most people. But the truth hurts, and that's why we are so afraid of it. So tonight, get ready to OD on red pills, black pills, and some Fenty-based white pills, because we're about to pop Molly and rock Tom Ford tonight. We have the QAnon shaman on to thank me for getting my biological father, Tucker Carlson, to get the shaman out of jail early. We also have one of the spiciest voices in America, the beautiful and great Sarah Gonzalez. So buckle up, Buttercup, because we're about to storm the Matrix, just like how the QAnon shaman stormed the Capitol. But this time, I'm going to be the one taking a dump on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Now let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. I'm your host, Alejandro Stein. We have an incredible episode this evening. We have the one, the only Jacob Chansley. You might know him as a QAnon shaman. But before we get to Jacob, we have to welcome our in-studio guest. She is the second spiciest Latina after <gasps> my queen, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Jimmy, why would you write that, Jimmy? Why would you put that? Oh my Jimmy? God, I, I Jimmy! I thought it was part of your character that, like, you had a crush on AOC. No, why me? What the hell? You know, my favorite spicy Latina is Sarah Gonzalez. You know uh, this. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I totally misunderstood your bit for the <gasps> last year. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I apologize, Sarah. You, you are dead to me, Jimmy. You're number so you one. Know. I should have, I should have read that before. That's actually on me. I'll put the laser pointer on me this time. <laughs> it's not on you. Oh, and you know, Sarah. A lot of people don't realize is Sarah's husband is Stephen, a great guy. He's one of the head directors, and he always gets mad. Sarah, is it bad if I put a laser pointer into the camera? He says it's really probably, bad. Probably, probably. Says that's like going to break the lens. He is. Is he doesn't like any of the things. He doesn't do. like when I do it in this one either. <laughs> he doesn't seem to like the laser well, one. Uh, Alex, I, I, I wrote some nicer stuff about her for the rest of the intro. Maybe I can okay. make it up. Ah, I'll read ah. that. That's as you get the laser. You can't read it. You're blind. I'm she, gonna... Okay, let me finish the intro. She's a nightmare to drag queens who want to twerk their butt cheeks near mm. children. And she's also the host of the news and why it matters. Please welcome on Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the Thank show. you. Those parts were true. I appreciate that. Oh, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. you know, and honestly, you know, now that we bring up the elephant in the room, I miss AOC. I see you every day, oh. right? You know, and I love you more than AOC, I do, but I miss her, Sarah. Did you know this? On This is no cap. This is real. So Sarah and I share an attorney, a very good attorney, a guy by the name of John Gross. So you might not know this. I don't think I've given you an update. They sent us a rebuttal to our lawsuit, basically mm -hmm. asking us to settle. And this is what she wants from me, Sarah. No joke. I should have had John on to read it. You should have. She wants me to agree. She's going to unblock me, but I can never confront her ever again. Yes. No. Yes. No and deal. That's what I said. No I said, deal. of course not. No. So, so I can't confront her, and I can't ever interact with her, and uh, they don't want me to send any DMs to her ever. 
No, that's not acceptable. That's not an acceptable deal. Oh, big booty Latina, AOC. We're going to go round two, AOC. So you're not going to win this battle that easily. I'm not going away. And and really, I don't know if I told you my plan. I told them that if she'll agree to follow me back, that I promise to be, even when I disagree with her, I will politely and respectfully disagree. Mm. I think that that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, but she's not. That's reasonable. No interest in following me back. So AOC, Mm. looks like we're taking this biatch, not you. I'm talking about this court case, because AOC is a lovely Latina. I would never call a woman that, other than my daughter. She's a Latino, right? Is she trans? Latina. She's a Latina. I thought she was trans. Okay, that's on me. I'm sorry. (laughs) That made me like her more. But Sarah and I, the reason why we bring up the trans community, Sarah is literally leading the activism when it comes to calling out... uh, and it's not just me saying this. Matt Walsh recently put you over. He, you know, yeah. talked about all the great work you've done. How did that feel? I, a very full circle moment. I mean, I'm, you know, I, Matt is a friend. And I think it's, it's, it's interesting because in, within the conservative activism community, a lot of people always say, like, well, gosh, you had, you know, Jeremy Boring on your show to talk about Jeremy's razors and all this. Like, wow, I can't believe you guys aren't fighting. And it's like, no, we all believe in the same thing. Matt Walsh and I are all, like, we're in total agreement. We're both working to protect children from the radical ideology. So it's, you know, it's nice to be able to partner with these people who we're all working towards the same goal. And I agree with you on that. And I like Matt Walsh. I like The Daily Wire. But Matt said that he created one of the greatest documentaries of all time. Is that fair? Yes. Okay, it is fair. I think so. It's a good documentary. It was amazing. Greatest documentary of all time? I mean, I haven't watched all the documentaries that exist, so I can't tell you whether or not I'm it's the to greatest think, of all time. Did, I would say the gift shop. Have you ever seen that documentary about no. Banksy, the street artist? No. no. What? It was nominated for an Academy Award. Everybody needs. Yes, George even agreed. Exit through the gift shop is one of the best documentaries of all okay, time. Okay, but what I think what he said was it was the most watched documentary of all time, which, which I think is true. Which is true. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even trying to hate on him. I'm just, I'm just. My point is, I love Matt Walsh's work, and people always make fun of me. They're like, oh, it's not really hard what you do. But really, yes, it it, well, you, you've go, you go and do it in these crowds. It's insane. But I'm talking about when it, when it comes to uh, Matt Walsh, it's almost easy to make this content when you're interviewing people that are crazy. You don't have to do anything. So he is perfect at just being kind of calm and deadpan, and they just they can just hang themselves. Yeah, I mean, he does ask the right questions to allow them to hang themselves, That's which true. I think uh, being in the moment, listening to these people talk about how they mutilate, uh, you know, maybe children and not jumping out of your chair and like attacking them is actually that's a that's a pretty big feat well speaking of mutilation i don't know if jimmy told you this before but jazz jennings mother jeanette do we have we don't have that clip but jeanette went viral on their show what's the name of the show jimmy i am jazz i am jazz in that show jeanette jennings talked about how jazz didn't like to dilate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she would force force jazz to dilate yeah isn't that rape uh, it is not normal, I can tell you that. I mean, seriously, I mean, how can you just jam something yeah, in? Let's, let's do, like, dilate seems to soften it up. What right. does dilate actually mean? Well, you're shoving a phallic-shaped symbol in your vagina, so... That's not a health. vagina. That's medical. A wound. No, it is a vagina, a Jimmy. Fo- a faux vagina. It is okay. a vagina. It's okay. a vagina. I'm trying to keep Alex on, on platforms. We're not on any yeah. platforms right now. No, which is no, no right now we're serving it. Oh, we're movie. just on Blaze. Yeah, it's just Okay, right so now. it's basically just a rotting piece of flesh that has <laughs> anal tissue that you've turned into a neo-vagina. Well, wasn't it what Jimmy, Jimmy told me this, that supposedly that Jazz's bottom surgery didn't go well enough because Jazz was on hormone blockers for so long 
they didn't have enough penis skin uh -huh. to turn into a vagina. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically they're, they're, his, his penis never like grew. didn't go through puberty to where your penis grows well, and, and I you read, run into trouble. So that's implant. when you have. Just like Jimmy. Well, Jimmy yes. can relate. Yeah, so. no, I can. That's why I'm kind of resident. You can always go back to me and be like, well, how'd that feel? And I'm like, yeah, it was tough. <laughs> It's very difficult, Jimmy, having you as a producer, knowing that you have the genitals of a person that was on gender hormone therapy their whole life. So no, it's tough, but you know, it's what? distracting. That your ESG face score. is distracting, Jimmy. It's very distracting. But well, I'm just trying to honor our guests, and it's going to be great. We're going to talk about Jacob, but before we get into Jacob, let's get into the family friendly pride festival that Sarah and I both went to here in the Lone Star State, right in the heart of Texas at Fair Park in Dallas, where they have the Texas State Fair every year. And Sarah and I saw a lot of corporations not just being woke, but actually grooming young children. So before we play the clip, what did you think about how crazy that festival was? I could not believe how many corporate sponsors there were that were just happy to display, you know, trans flags everywhere. I couldn't believe how many children there were. I couldn't believe the disgusting graphic content that we walked past. It was grotesque. Yeah, I mean, there was like uh, uh, candy-shaped penises, there was masks, all kinds of sex. Uh... There were waffles that were in the shape of a dick. Well, that one is, that was pretty good. We bought that waffle maker. That was, that actually was a good buy. Let's not make fun of the waffle makers. I can eat that, so let's not. There's a lot of- Do you enjoy eating the, the dick-shaped waffles? And I'll tell you, yes, I do. And you know why? Because there's kids in Africa that are starving right now, and they don't care about the shape of their waffle. <laughs> they just want a waffle. They don't care if it's a penis waffle, a vagina waffle. They just want sustenance. And you know what? The delivery mechanism is not very important to me or to the starving people in Africa. Um, I would disagree. Okay, well, we can just uh, agree to disagree. Now, <laughs> let's roll some of this tape and get Sarah and I. Keep Sarah and I in the, in the box because we want to get our- uh, Do we have to watch this again? Yeah, I actually have to watch minute. this again. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Sarah's clip went super viral. She had a, a one-minute clip uh, that did about a, a 90-second clip that did really well. Well, this is a three-minute clip and a little Alex Stein flair oh, on it. Boy. Look at that. Look exactly how you'd expect. They, Look, the Perpetual Sisters. And, sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And that's Sam Britton's club. They're my favorite. They're the most famous. They had one of the most recognizable booths. There's my best friends with the dog mask. Look at that. Look at the vibes. It was very weird vibes. The, the, he was in the woman's restroom. Yeah, he was pooping in the woman's restroom. I saw him. And I couldn't even do anything because I had no one to back me up. But look at this. This is where all the kids are. And, and this is so confusing, Sarah. This is what they said. One of the drag queens and I started dying laughing. This is the first male winner of our RuPaul's Drag Race. I Seriously, that's- They're literally all oh, male. So it's not the first male winner. Every winner has been a male. Like what? Uh, uh, and so you see the kid right here. So that's a non-binary. That also is a weirdo. Check what? his hard drive. Why is that parent giving that kid money? Why did he only blow kisses to the kid? I know, that's weird. Why? That was weird. I, and I was like, why? Why blow a kiss when you know it's a little kid? I mean. It's almost like they're doing it intentionally to children. Hmm. It's like kitty love or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just very weird. Mm -hmm. He did do a nice flip right there. I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah, they were too excited about it. <laughs> yeah, they were really excited. That was another thing, the false excitement. They like, were so over the top. The guy would take off his like, sachet thing or whatever that's called. And Olive Garden was there, my favorite thing. And that's proof that the breadsticks do make you gay because you can use them as a dilator as well if they get stale enough. 
Toyota has a bigger booth, does that mean Toyota is gayer than Honda or is Honda gayer than Toyota? They got the bigger booth, which is gayer. Why are they gonna be gay? Why are they gonna be gay? Because everything's gay at this event. This free monkeypox vaccine. Can you believe this, Sarah? No, that was probably one of the most disturbing parts. Was just like people getting injected with monkeypox vaccine. Just right in the middle of everything going on. Look at this little girl calling up a drag queen. Can you imagine being that little girl and not being terrified by that thing? Yeah, I look back to the perpetual. I couldn't leave these people alone. You couldn't. They're my favorite. It was actually a problem. All the Dodgers, just all the drama they caused. And the Dallas Mavericks are gay. Did you, did you see the Did you see the Texas Rangers are the only uh, baseball yes. team not doing a Pride Night? Yes. Yes. And they're dominating. They're, they're like second in yeah. overall record. Which is how they know they can do it right now. Yeah. Like someone stop us. And and so this is those are my two favorite dancers. They were just some fun lesbians. Why do they always look like this? Look at this. Why do they always look like this? And yeah, this is my favorite, the Planned Parenthood booth. Why do they need to be at the gay pride event? Like who Why do they need to be in the teen area, which is where they were at? Yeah. Very weird. Here, come get your abortion. <laughs> and then that's our favorite. They the, oh god. And look then, at the boob sweat. There's Sarah and I having fun, and then look at the little oh, kid. Having fun is a little. I had a blast. I, I did have a blast. People. I mean, I had it. I had the I time. I had way life. too much fun. Yeah, I wish Pride Mothers every month. I mean, this is so great. I mean, look, I got all the memorabilia. Look at my Amazon.com. Oh, and let's not forget my Amazon.com hat. Look at all this cool merch. Yeah, we did get merch. Look at this Amazon, yeah. and we're gay here, so you can see it. Look at this. I got you some Olive Garden. Oh my gosh, I ate all my Olive Garden! Gay Olive Garden, oh, I'm so happy to have the gay Olive Garden. That's so great, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, these breadsticks and these. Serving up pride from Olive Garden. That's great, look at that. Yeah. That's what you want, when I eat food, I want to think of uh, gay sex. Yeah, me too. I love it. I, I love gay sex. I love Olive Garden. Olive Garden and gay sex, two of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Sarah, what's the hell? The pride flag's on fire! Oh, okay, okay, Jimmy! Jimmy, the pride flag is slightly burned. Are we gonna get in trouble for that? Yes, we are. No, no. we're not. It's, it's an accident. It's an accident. Hopefully it won't catch fire any later. Okay, okay? well, we, we, we you're not allowed to have a fire extinguisher in here since you sprayed a crew member in the eye, so we're just kind of screwed if... Something catches it's not going to catch fire. It's going to be totally safe. Just let's just relax. Also, dude. quick question on those. Uh, what was it? The dick pancakes? Did they yeah. have they were whipped cream? Dick waffle. Did they have whipped cream? Um, they the had some sort of a, an edible icing on them. It and it definitely <laughs> there was white involved because you know it's a dick. So yeah, I mean yeah, I would I would call it more icing though. We're going to get in trouble for this pride flag. Oh, let's so, make sure it does not catch on I, fire. Okay, well I do also have. Um, there were rainbow bracelets that say Dollar General on them. Well, Dollar General has some of the gayest. Uh, I feel like, well, I don't think that's, no, there's no gay person alive who wants to have a Dollar General bracelet on them. Well, the They're very sassy and hoity-toity. They don't want Dollar General bracelets. Dollar General though, I get all of my stuff there, the cat's food, it's a great price, the dollar store. My whole life I've been going to the dollar store. So Dollar General, thank you for being homosexual because I've always felt <laughs> uncomfortable there. Super straight. Everybody at the dollar store is very QAnon adjacent. Very. I will tell you, uh, there was a dollar store that my um, my family went to out in East Texas in the boonies. That um, the there was a man who rang us up 
and it he was dressed like a woman. And oh crap, the flag's really on fire. Jimmy, oh the flag's on fire. Oh my gosh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh my gosh, dear. Oh gosh. He's on the bride flag. I know, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm Jimmy, I'm sorry. No, no. I don't want to get cancer. Put it on with the Bud Light. Use the Bud Light. Here, Jerry. Use the Bud Light. Pour the Bud Light on it. That'll make it gay again. That'll make it okay. gay again. Okay, okay, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. okay, okay. okay. Everything is fine. We didn't burn Ooh. a flag. It's just, it was accidental. Gonna, so I, the Bud Light is, uh, is, is it's gay, gay again. It's gay again, but not too gay. It's not too gay. It's just a perfect amount of gay. No, that just was a little, little flaming. And now it will catch back on fire because it's it's covered in uh, gross Bud Light, so. It also, monkeypox. Well, I'm, I'm stuffed on these. Are these uh, keto, these bro? No, they're not. That is why I still have them and Are you, you ate sure all yours. These aren't keto? Jimmy, <laughs> is bread not keto? Uh, it depends what kind of bread. It's I've been eating free. fettuccine Alfredo. I thought it was keto. Oh, that's not keto. That's just, yeah, that's just artery cloggers. Oh my God. That's the opposite of keto. <laughs> <laughs> what is keto? Uh, keto is basically all the food you like. You can't eat. No it's carbs, like spinach no leaves. No sugar. I it's not just spinach leaves. Shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> it's meat. There's you can eat beef. Beef. I got the guests teaming beets? up on me now. What beets? the hell? Cheese. Can yeah, you eat what? Team up. Can you have beets? Beets. Mm, no, they have a little bit of sugar, so Bears. I don't yeah, recommend I need eating sugar. Lots. I'm addicted to freaking. You literally Alexica. do not need sugar. It's a poison for your body. That's why you're addicted to it. Well, uh, I have diabetes, so I think I am addicted to sugar. I think, yeah, if I don't have sugar, then yeah, my insulin gets all messed up. So, God bless sugar. I just thank you. Uh, honestly, this is another reason why this is Sarah always makes fun of me because I'm a soy boy vegetarian, right? Yes. But what if I said this? This is what they say in heaven, Sarah. We never talked about this, that we live harmoniously with the, with the animals. You ever thought about that? In heaven? Yeah. Well, but God gives us. Yeah, we won't have food. There won't be food in heaven. No, but I'm saying, but like, but God gives us all of the animals for our sustenance. So we're forgiven for eating them when we get to heaven. And I'm not saying it's a sin to eat it, but this is what another vegetarian would argue is that, did God not give you enough food with the vegetables and the nuts? No. That's why he also gave us beef. Sarah, have you chicken. ever heard of the Yulin Dog Meat Festival? No. Have you really never heard of this? No. Jimmy, why don't you have Yulin Dog Meat Festival graphics up? In, in Yulin, China. <laughs> I only had the cat ones. Every year in Yulin, China, I'm pulling this up on my cell phone, during the summer solstice. I don't know if I want to know Yes, this. in Yulin, the Yulin Dog Meat Festival, and the reason why they eat it in China is because, look how sick these pictures are. I don't think, do I want to see this? Show this on do YouTube. I want to look? Look at that. I don't think there's, I want to look. Look at those dead dogs. No, don't want to look. Mm, the reason sorry why I, I did. Well, part of their nope. culture, it helps them with sexual impotency. It keeps them rock hard. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. Sarah, they eat. No. Yes, for their sexual libido. Yes, it's part of their culture. What? Yes, that's a real thing. That's you, you gotta What learn. part of the dog or cat is it that they claim they helps them with it. their They eat all of it. I'm sure the penis dick has, hard. Yeah, I'm sure the penis part, but no, that's real. That's 100% real. Well, well, you would just be like, thanks oh, for showing me that. Oh, here, this is what they do in Yulin Dog Meat. They see a pretty cat like this. Am I do am I add you go Ah, they lost it. That's uh, what they do in Yulon. You want to go to China? supposed to make the guests wear a helmet first. Oh, shit. Sorry, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I don't want to wear... I'm trying, I'm trying to get a little pump before Jacob comes on. He's going to for gay pride, we're trying to do the gayest exercises all month. <laughs> Jimmy, is this a gay exercise? Um, it depends you where you place it. You have to have it closer to it. your if you put face. It in, 
Okay, that's enough of that. I'm already sweating. So where is our next <laughs> guest? Where is the guest of honor, Jimmy? Because I have we're, the knife out now. We're connecting oh, his audio. He's ready. Are we ready? Are we right, ready? Let's do it. We're ready. Sarah, ready. Oh, I'm ready. We now welcome on the man who is the face of the January 6th Capitol riots. He spent a long time in jail before suddenly being released, all due to my biological father, Tucker Carlson, <laughs> and because he's an innocent man. Welcome on the QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley. Jacob, welcome to the show, my friend. Hi. Allow me to dispel the rumor. I did not get out because of Tucker Carlson, your biological father. I got out because I did programming and I got good time. Uh, my dad says something different. Well, uh-uh, I knew that. No. I no, knew that. Listen, Jacob, I mean, let's just be real. Tucker did it all. He's the reason why I'm here. He's the reason why you're here. He's really the reason why America is still in existence. No, no, no. But, Jacob, I will say um, that you... Do you feel bad that you did all of this time knowing that there's a video that Tucker showed that vindicates you? I have forgiven my captors. I hold no animosity. I have no feelings of anger that I hold on to because that's what Jesus would do. Wow. Wow, dude, that's very admirable. And, you know, it'd be easy for somebody to have and hold a grudge, mm -hmm. especially you being unfairly prosecuted. Uh, the Department of Justice has been weaponized against the most passionate patriots. So tell us a little bit about what happened that day. I know that you had been going a little bit of your backstory. I know you'd been to a lot of protests, a lot of uh, events leading up to the Capitol. So you were well known. I didn't realize this, Jacob. You were actually really well known before you stormed the Capitol. Is that correct? And then so, so I'm, I was go well ahead. enough well known. Yeah. I'm just saying in, in, the, in that scene, because you go to these protests, you go to this stuff, you're very passionate. You have the horns, you got the whole outfit, so it makes you very recognizable. But what was different than a normal protest and then January 6th? Like, why do you think that you became the face of it, in your opinion? Well, I believe that they chose to make me the face because they thought that my image would create a shock and awe campaign that they could then use to divide the country. Uh, they made me into a straw man that they could then use to smear every Trump voter and every person in the country that wants to put America first. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, you know, I'm eating some Olive Garden breadsticks. They went to, they recently, they, they sponsored a gay pride event that we're at, Olive Garden and Toyota, a lot of different companies. But what do you think about that, Jacob? Since you've been in jail, have you seen... Um, the increase in uh, the sexualization of society when it comes to the Pride Month and kind of the, you know, gay agenda? Yeah, so I kind of predicted this in 2020 Ooh. that they are attempting to sexualize our children and normalize pedophilia. Mm -hmm. And I think it's actually quite tragic because a small portion, a fringe portion of the gay LGBTQ, whatever you want to call it, community has actually undone all of the progress that has been done for decades on behalf of the lesbian, gay and bisexual community, even the trans community community to just fit into society. It's really tragic because the fact of the matter is all of that progress has been undone by a, like I said, a fringe portion of that community who has attempted to sexualize children. And it's quite glaringly obvious, in my opinion, that many, many of the people in the LGBT community do not believe 
or have the same uh, passion for children and their sexualization as this small fringe group. So it's contaminated their movement. And it, I think the LGBT movement has largely been co-opted by nefarious globalist organizations. Oh, I'd like to get into the, the globalist elites. You know, I, I'm deep into conspiracies, but, but I, let's just be honest real quick. You talked about the trans stuff, or I guess I brought that up. You know, I'm not, you know, in love with drag queens, but if I was locked up in jail, a transgender inside Shut jail, right? Up. I know, Jacob, did you ever, were you ever no. in jail like, man, I wish there was some transgender in, in here to give me a little love and support, if you know what I mean? Well, I ran into a couple of transgenders in prison, See? and one of them I spoke about this issue about the sexualizing of children and transitioning children, and they said that they did not believe in it whatsoever. And they said, I think the quote that I remembered most was that there's no such thing as transitioning too late, but there is such a thing as transitioning mm. too early. That's brilliant, Jacob. Wait, no, I'm going to use that. No, that is that's actually a really good statement. Wait, was it so the the transgender person that you ran into was it a Biological male or a biological female? Because I they biological male that dresses as a woman. I'm it was gonna... a biological male okay. that was transitioning while in prison. Okay. And uh, their opinion was was that what was going on was, like I said, of a fringe group that was looking to sexualize children, and they were not for it at all. And the fact of the matter is, when we look at what these hormones or these drugs, these drugs that are used to chemically castrate people, these drugs. Um, are done, doing to children and people that are still developing in their uh, hormones and stuff is it causes cancer. And especially when it's really early on, it, it inhibits their ability to have orgasm, which I think wow. that's really messed up because, mm -hmm. I mean, orgasm is one of the coolest experiences a human being can have. So you're literally depriving <laughs> a whole group of people of the ability to have an orgasm. That's evil on top of like talking about mutilating their genitals and sexualizing them. It's just all so twisted. And it's on behalf of less than 1% of less than 1% of the population and of this trans uh, LGBT community. Well, speaking of orgasm, how has your sex life been since now that you're a celebrity and the face of January oh, 6? Has it been good? It's been years. Years? Jacob! Uh, you're like a celebrity now. I'm sure the girls had to be all over you. I know that. I know that for a fact. I've met girls that, that uh, when I tweeted your picture today, oh, I like the QAnon shaman. I think he's hot. So I know there's girls out there. What's the deal? Well, look at it like this. Um... You never know who's a CIA honeypot. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's one thing you got to remember. Uh, and if the whole way it works is that CIA and, and other espionage organizations, intelligence agencies, what they do is they attempt to get into your public life and then they work their way into your personal life. And then they try to work their way into what they call your secret life and to get all the data they can about you and to basically leverage that data so that they can control you. So I have to be very cautious. Yeah, I think that's what my girlfriend's doing right now. She's definitely some sort of informant or double agent. She's way out of my league, Jacob. So it's like, ah, something's up. Okay, now let's get into the conspiracies. I am a tinfoil hat wearing proud conspiracy theorists. I think they've lied about a lot of stuff. But when it comes to Q, right, you know, that's been demonized. Of course, Q was right about a lot of stuff, you know, about the predators. And Q was wrong about stuff. Let's be right. Let's just be real. But uh, for you, kind of, how did you become awake to all the lies? And, and how did you become, you know, unwoke, I guess, as we could call it? Well, I was never woke, but 
Um, I wrote a book in 2017 called One Mind at a Time, A Deep State of Illusion that I didn't end up publishing until 2020. So I was kind of awake to all of this stuff before Q was ever a thing. Now, I'm of the belief that the QAnon community that the government has and the media has basically demonized is very, very different from Q and what Q is talking and the Q drops. And this is largely to infiltration into the Q community to create narratives that are entirely false. And these narratives can be easily disproved. And when they've lured out enough of the people that are in the Q community onto some of these conceptual limbs, then they release this information that very clearly debunks the BS, and then it demoralizes the community. And this is, this is normal in psychological operations. So I do believe Q is a psychological operation, but if you look at the drops, the gap code, the numerical code, the timestamps uh, on Trump's tweets and the Q drops, as well as the Q clock, you begin to see that this is a very clearly encrypted um, cryptog uh, cryptological operation that mirrors the way that intelligence agencies and military intelligence communicates. Yeah, but I mean, you look at that, I think Q loves Trump. I mean, let's just be real. Do you think Trump did enough to help your ass or to help all the other January Sixers? Well, I don't fault Trump in the slightest for what it is that I went through. It was not him pushing me through a door. I, I, it's not his fault. You were doing it for him, though. It's not his fault. But don't you think he should have came to your defense a little more? I, that's one of my biggest. I love Donald Trump, but I, I just don't like how he treated January Sixers personally. Well, don't make the assumption that I did it for Trump. I haven't talked about my motivations whatsoever, especially considering the legal situation that I've been in. Um, I have very real motivations for what it is that I did. Unfortunately, I can't talk about that because there is a motion in the courts right now to vacate my sentence regarding the lack of uh, discovery we had to the footage that was given on Tucker Carlson. So um, I can't talk too much about January 6th uh, due to my attorney's legal advice and this motion in the courts. But one thing I can tell you is that um, God love Trump. I, you know, support him. I don't always agree with him, but this is America. We're allowed to have different opinions. It's a free country, and that's the way I'd like to keep it. Okay, and then I, I got to let my uh, guest ask some questions, but I'm wearing this cool American vest to uh, vibe with you. So tell me this, uh, what, was the, what was the first thing you were going to do, Jacob, when you got into the Capitol? Oh, shit, my yes, mic, sir, my I'm mic. Like, you're, you just sir. took your mic off. So I'm put it on my outfit. I'll put it on my outfit. Sorry about this. Jacob, I'm trying to be cool and patriotic like you. What is this, amateur hour? Yeah, sometimes. I usually don't strip on the show. But tell me this. How were you going to decertify the election? What uh, documents, what were you going to do when you walked in there? Did you have a game plan? Were you going to do some sort of paperwork? Like, you know, all the people said you were going to decertify the election. You were going to end the republic. How, what, how are you, the hell are you going to do all that, according to uh, Adam Schiff? Well, like I said, I cannot discuss anything on that day due to the yeah. current motion that is in the courts. I think the notion of uh, any sort of um, insurrection or decertification or whatever is ludicrous, but this is what the media does. It's Operation Mockingbird, yeah. CIA controlling the media, um, and they have divided people into compartmentalized and propagandized groups of Republican and Democrat, red and blue, liberal, conservative, and this is done to divide and conquer the country, and we're arguing about talking points we're being given from these propaganda machines as opposed to conversing about very real issues that can get us out of the mess we're in. 
Mm. Oh, I have a question. I'm so oh, excited. What, Jimmy? So who who looks more patriotic, me or Alex? I love the face paint. I'm gonna have to go with you, brother. Ah! My producer oh my has a God, lot I'm of so mental excited. issues, no, Jacob. You, do not do this. Do not, Jacob, ever, you made a huge mistake, ever. Jacob. What the heck, dude? I invite you on my show, oh. and then you put over my freaking, you know, I love you, Jacob, but now I'm going to have to come for you. Just like on January 6th, I'm going to storm your <laughs> studio right now. Okay, so, so tell me this, though. Now, after all this is said and done, I'm sure, you know, you don't hold any grudges, but was this a good thing? Like, is this, you know, how you learn from mistakes? Like, was this a good thing overall now that you have a 30,000 foot view of it? Or would you have done things totally different? Well, look at it like this. We cannot have a testimony until we go through a test. And the things that I experienced in prison, the amount of spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical growth that I went through is something that has only sharpened my intellect. It has only given me more of a broader view of not just the media and the government corruption, but also of the legal system itself and how it operates. So now that I understand the internal workings of this tightly knit, highly efficient machine, like JFK called it, I think if anything, my uh, views that the government and the media are corrupt are only enforced, uh, just reinforced. And, um, you know, there's the, the media campaign and the use of my image has only given me a bigger platform to talk about things like Tesla Tower technology, infinite free clean energy, how the government's been suppressing it for years, or the cures for cancer and Dr. Rife and his machine and how it uses sound and frequency to kill cancer cells and destroy them the way you can use sound and frequency to destroy a wine glass. It's given me an opportunity to bring forth very real solutions to the modern problems that politicians just are not talking about because it would bankrupt their special interest groups. It would bankrupt their donors and it would take the, the knife out of the hand that is causing the bleeding in the country and causing all of this chaos and disruption. No, and I agree with you, Jacob, if they had some sort of panacea where they could just fix all of cancer, they wouldn't even give it to us. I think that they would hold it back because they want us sick. So then I got to let Sarah ask a question, but you mentioned JFK. We have to ask the elephant in the room, is JFK still alive or is he dead? Well, see, this is the whole thing about infiltration instead of invasion. And the JFK Jr. narrative and the flat earth narrative in the QAnon community is evidence of what is called a fifth column. It's where you get some uh, group that comes into a movement, they pretend to be on the side of the movement, and then at certain key points and crossroads, that fifth column is pulled from the movement and it disrupts and destabilizes the movement as a whole. So no, JFK Jr. is not still alive. No, the earth is not flat. Wow, a spicy take. We've had a lot of flat earthers on the show that would disagree with you, Jacob. What about the 1969 moon landings? Do you think we went to the moon? Well, I honestly think that if we look really deeply into it, I mean, Buzz Aldrin has said on several occasions recently that they never went. Yeah, he said so, that. Okay, yeah. well, wait, so, so, so now you know, you admit NASA lies. Why wouldn't they lie about other stuff? Well, I think NASA's behind flat Earth, bro. Oh, really? Oh, that's, that's deep. Well, but what, what would be the point of that, convincing people the Earth is flat? Well, what it's about is creating confusion. Mm -hmm. 
What it's mm-hmm. about is creating, like I said, conceptual limbs that people can be brought out on, and then that limb can be sawed off, and it can demoralize and destabilize the mind in a way that. Uh, so look at it like this: I have a, a supporter of mine that is a good friend, in particular my mother's, and she supports me. She believes that the election in 2020 was stolen, and she's a very good person. But she also believes in flat Earth. So if she's talking to somebody and she's talking about how the truth about me is nothing what's in the media, that they lied, if she says that the Trump 2020 uh, election was, uh, you know, that it was stolen from Trump, um, and then she starts talking about flat earth, then all this other stuff that may very well be credible and true all of a sudden goes out the window. That's fair, but Kyrie Irving's a flat earther, and he's one of the best basketball players ever, so I don't think Kyrie Irving could ever be wrong about anything. (laughs) So, you know, we'll just have to uh, agree to disagree. Kyrie Irving's one of the smartest guys I personally have ever uh, worshipped. Okay, now, Jacob, let's uh, we got to kind of, you know, steer this conversation towards Sarah Gonzalez. I'm sure she has some questions for you. Is there anything you would like to say to to I I do. I I wanted to ask you, um, what is your life like now? Because I realize you don't hold any... Uh, grudges and you're a better person than me because I would want to burn the whole thing down um, after I saw the footage that exonerated me. But um, you lost a lot of your life, right? Um, and now you're having to rebuild. What is, what's your daily life like? Like, are you able to, to have, do you have a job? Like, are you able to provide for yourself? What, what is life like now for you? Well, it's only a loss if I didn't use my time wisely. Mm. You know, I'm of the belief that time is the currency of the universe. You can either spend it, invest it, or waste it. And I chose not to waste my time, but rather invest it into self-improvement so that I could then spend it with the ones that I love and help to rebuild the country from the ground up. Now, as far as my life now is concerned, uh, I'm working with a media group and I'm helping to rebrand myself in a number of ways. We're working on a docu-series. Uh, we're all, I'm also working on an autobiography. I have a website. Uh, ForbiddenTruthAcademy.com, where I offer free courses, where I have a podcast. I also have a podcast, Forbidden Truth Podcast. And we're trying to get this information to the people that could not just save this country, but save humanity from very real extinction. Because if we continue to trust these globalists, we are headed for extinction. So my mission, my goal, and what my life has become about is in in a sense, creating unity between these dueling factions that have been created by the Operation Mockingbird Media. It has been about creating a change in narrative because part of the reason we keep losing as a country is because we're divided and we're allowing the Operation Mockingbird Media to decide the narrative. That's why I talk about Tesla Towers and infinite free clean energy. That's why I talk about Dr. Rife and the machine that he created in the 1930s for cancer. Let me cut you off. So are you a Tartaria guy if you like talking about free energy? Tartaria? Are you talking about that whole uh, talk about the the civilization that got you know basically destroyed and all that stuff? You know, no. I'm because that's what they said that they said that they were able to create that with some sort of free energy source. So that's what Tartaria because they didn't have the same sort of technology we had. So that's where they say the free energy comes from. In the conspiracy world. Yeah. Well, this is the thing: is that when it comes to this free energy stuff, first of all, our history has been 
kept from us, our true history. I mean, if you think fake news is something, wait until you get a load of fake history and fake science because it's definitely out there. Um, Nikola Tesla was inspired by the Pyramid at Giza to create his Tesla Towers once he visited the Pyramid at Giza and saw how it is that the uh, pyramid created infinite free clean energy and how it related to the idea of wireless light bulbs and stuff that were used to build the Temple of the Kings in Egypt. So there is a history that is very much being kept from us and it is very ancient. I mean, think about it. The ancient Egyptians not only built one pyramid that we cannot replicate, but they built three. <laughs> yeah, but we can't even replicate the gargoyles in New York City that were built like in the 20s. I'm saying, I'm saying we literally have like, it's been, we can't recreate anything. Uh, not that you're not right. I'm just saying it's like, it wasn't even that long ago. We can't even recreate stuff that was built 70 years ago. They don't have the stonemasons and all the postmodern industrialism, like all the buildings look like crap. The new baseball stadium here for the Rangers looks like a Costco. So we don't even have the, I mean, seriously, we don't have the same skills to build and do stuff just from 60 years ago. So imagine thousands of years ago. I think those people were definitely more skilled because they had to do more with less. Well, but the thing is, is that if you look into the deep underground military bases that are all over the country, all over the world, and the technological innovation that has been achieved in those deep underground military bases, and the fact that we have five to 6,000 disruptive patents in those deep underground military bases that have been classified and not allowed out to the public, then I assure you, we have technology that goes beyond our wildest dreams. We currently have technology that taxpayers have funded that is that rivals the ancient technology of millennia ago. But the thing is, is that these globalists do not want that technology to get to the public because it would bankrupt their 150 corporations that have a monopoly on our resources and our labor. It would transform our society and make every man, woman, and child independent. It would transform our society and create abundance, and they are profiting off of the illusion of scarcity. So um, I, I want to ask you too, Jacob. Um, are you are you behind Trump again? Are you Trump twenty twenty four? Do you do you have a pick in the in the presidential race? Well, this is my thing about DeSantis because I really liked DeSantis mm-hmm. for a while. But number one, Trump endorsed him, and that's what got him to be governor. Number two, he told everybody in Florida that he was going to stay their governor and not run for president. Yeah, that was number three. This uh, run for the presidency and him going against Trump is very much going to damage the Republican Party and and split it in a time where we need to be united. So I ask myself, do I want to trust a man that turned his back and stabbed the man in the back uh, that, that gave him an endorsement and got him the governorship? Do I want a man that pledged? and promised to stay governor in Florida and then not even eight months later decided to run for president? Do I want a man that is willing to divide the Republican Party here and now when we need to be united more than ever to to lead the country when clearly he's breaking promises and stabbing people that trusted him in the back? I don't think that's a good thing. Um, I like some of the things that DeSantis has done in Florida But my thinking is like, well, if you were really a man of integrity, then all of these things that he's done, even in just the last, you know, four and a half years, uh, all of these things uh, were more like in the last eight and a half months, he's really kind of shown his true colors. He was doing a great job for four years. And then the last eight and a half months, it seems like somebody's whispering in his ear and basically uh, funding his campaign or whispering in his ear and telling him he'll have power. And if he just does this thing, if he just runs for president, 
And I mean, when he was doing his book tour and he was over in Japan, there was flooding going on in Florida. Crime rates were skyrocketing. And where was he? So it makes me wonder, can we really trust this man who's been in politics a long time to come in and fix the politics of D.C.? If he's not even willing to fix the politics in Florida and he's willing to go this route, how can we trust him in D.C.? Okay, so real quick, which Operation Warp Speed vaccine did you get, Moderna or Pfizer? Didn't get any of them, bro. What? You didn't get what? Are you kidding? Trump did warp speed. Why didn't you listen to Trump and get vaccinated? Don't you love the vaccine? Don't you love Trump? You didn't get your your Fauci ouchie? Are you serious? Nope. You didn't follow the science? Donald Trump talks about how much he loves it. Are you kidding me? Well, like I said, I don't always agree with Trump. I know, but why would Trump give a vaccine that's causing myocarditis in young people and let Anthony Fauci decide, a guy that gave AZT, a back-order cancer drug, to gay people in the 80s that killed them when they were at HIV? Don't you think that that would be pretty dumb and pretty stupid to give a vaccine to people like Jamie Foxx, who's an incredible actor, and now his face is mangled, he's blind in one eye? Wouldn't it be very important that if you had power, you would say, oh, this vaccine's not safe and effective, and as a matter of fact, it doesn't prevent transmission? So why hasn't Trump said that? Well, I'll tell you this much. Trump definitely trust a lot of the wrong people, trusted a lot of the wrong people while mm-hmm. he was in D.C. It's been three years. It's been three years. And, 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 uh, Jacob, I, he can I, trust I, all he wants, but it's been three years. Why didn't he say something about it now? Do you think Trump doesn't know that it causes myocarditis in young, healthy athletes? In all honesty, I don't know what's going on inside of Trump's head. That's why I don't always agree with. Do you him. think Trump's One too stupid to not you- realize that people are having vaccine uh, affected injuries? I don't think Trump is stupid at okay, Do you all. think the vaccine is causing bad effects? Like, why didn't you get vaccinated? Absolutely. Absolutely. So a guy that you and got arrested for, you and stormed the Capitol. Listen, I love Donald Trump, but you did all this stuff for Donald Trump. And yet you, you make fun of DeSantis. Isn't there basically equal stuff you could make fun of Trump for? I mean, what I'm trying to say is we have a uniparty. I love Donald Trump. I like DeSantis. But they give us the illusion that we have a choice when really we don't. The guy that we love so much gave people vaccines. My mom died. They gave her remdesivir in the hospital without my authority and died. And you know who was in charge of those protocols? Donald Trump. She died while Donald Trump was in office. So for me, you know, it just makes me very sad, the protocols and measures that Trump put in. I love when he makes fun of little Marco Rubio. I love all the shit he does other than that. But I think there's some serious complaints that people like you, I think, should be calling out the most, especially when Donald Trump didn't help you at all after January 6th. Well, here's the thing. First of all, I think you underestimate the power of the bureaucracy and the legal arms that are in D.C. and how the bureaucracy has essentially become a fourth branch of government that consolidates the legislative, executive, and judicial portions of our government into a single centralized power that has basically become all authoritative in their regulation of the economy and then the uh, executive power uh, uh, of of administering or... um, of executing those regulations and not just in their uh, law enforcement agents, but also in the courts, the administrative courts. And yes, I am a critic of Trump in a number of areas. But the thing is, and this is this is where I'm at on all this. I am tired of trusting old men who created all of these problems that we are dealing with right here, right now, to somehow fix the problems that they created. And when it comes to Trump and when it comes to the things that he has said or things that he's done that I don't agree with, of course, I hold him accountable. Absolutely. 
And when it comes to things like the, vac- the, the vaccine, which isn't a vaccine, it's actually gene therapy. It's a yep. genetically modified mRNA strand mm-hmm. that was created by pharmaceutical companies for this purpose. Uh, I don't fault Trump for Operation Warp Speed because I think he was doing the best that he could with what he had. I understand the political implications. If he didn't do something like a vaccine, he tried to come out and talk about hydrochloroquine. He tried to come out and talk about things like ivermectin and they slammed him. I think he truly underestimated what it is that he was up against. And while I would love to see Trump in office again for four more years, I think what we really need in Washington, D.C. and all over the country is new blood that actually understands the depths of the problems that we're dealing with and how getting Trump in the White House is only a fourth of the problem being solved. We still need to make sure we get back the legislature. We still need to make sure that we find out who all these corrupt judges are and make sure to expose them. We also need to make sure that the legislative branch and the executive branch work together to dismantle this bureaucratic mess that has created a fourth branch of totalitarian government. Mm-hmm. Okay, real quick. This is a hard question. We always ask our guests this. What's nine times seven? Nine times seven? I have evidence. Um, what? What the hell is this? Proving the show was stolen from me. The hiring process was rigged. The show was so. I have evidence right Jimmy, now. Jimmy, shut no, up. No, Dude, Jimmy, get off the set. Host. Jimmy, you're me not going to be reinstated. Don't so- shut up in the alley. Give the freestyle finale. No, no, no freestyle. He fell in the box. You broke my Louis Vuitton box. No, no, do not. No, do not hit the freestyle finale. Get off my set. JVC, get off. Okay, let's finish the interview. Hey, stop the music. I apologize about that, Jacob. That was my producer, Jimmy. He's, he has serious Asperger's. I apologize. All right. You guys uh, seem like you're having a lot of fun over there. I wish. I'm barely keeping on. I got in trouble. I fed an African-American man a banana, and I almost got canceled. Wow. He had a potassium deficiency, and I'm trying to help him. I gave him a medical banana. And they said that that was uncouth of a gentleman like myself. Well, I'm sure in that uh, vest you'll get away with it at some point. I can do anything in this vest. This is, the, this is what we call a pussy magnet. You wear this? Yes, you can say that. They're just attracted to you. Okay, before Jacob goes, cool as my face, though. Jimmy, shut up. Jimmy, you're embarrassing me. Yes, yes, stop showing Jimmy. Sorry, Sarah has another question. Excuse me. Okay, I want to know if you still have the the hat. Um, No, the feds have it. No! They never gave it back, and now because of the motion in the courts, they said that I have to wait until the motion is over with until they give me my regalia back. Shut up! Dude, that would be, how much do you think you could sell? I'm not saying you'd sell it, but what do you think that would go for oh, on eBay if you had to guess? A lot. Oh, I've gotten all sorts of offers, I assure you. Was it, was like it? 20 grand, just give us a ballpark number. What's one of the offers? You're not going to sell, but come on. Oh, dude, I, I, I'm not going to tell you because then somebody's going to try to steal it and sell it. Yeah, that's true. That's okay, was it, was it real fur? It is coyote skin and coyote tails. 
Wow. And in the Navajo tradition, the coyote is the deceiver or like the trickster. So the whole idea is behind the symbolism of all of it is that I have the trickster by the tails. I have the trickster's skin. I'm wearing the trickster's skin. And if the trickster tries to mess with the buffalo, he gets the horns. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, those horns do uh, uh, show me. Uh, I don't know. Is it true? Do those horns make you horny? Jacob. <laughs> Um, no, but I'm sure it made some girls horny. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> hey, 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 Jacob, I gotta ask you, that's a fact, but I'm buh, that's a good one. But Jacob, I gotta ask you, have you ever heard of the Yulin Dog Meat Festival in China? It's terrible, yes. It's I'm oh, sorry, I didn't know tell about Sarah it. Tell Sarah about it. Hold on, let be quiet. Everybody quiet on set. Let's hear what he has to say. I want I wanna say something about what you said about, you know, getting along with the animals and stuff like that. We do have a parasitic relationship with nature. We believe that nature is soulless and is here for our consumption. And we have created all sorts of soulless atrocities on nature. I do not buy any meat that is not organic, that is not grass-fed, that is not- Wait, meat? I thought you were a vegetarian and you couldn't get your vegetarian meals in federal prison. Wait, 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 meat? I'm the plant-based pimp. I could not get organic meals until it was court ordered by the judge. You got that court order? You got organic meals? While I was detained, while I was detained, not while I was in prison, unfortunately. Well, Oreos are organic, right? Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you right now, Judge Lamberth is a very good man. And that guy, that man is the one that ordered the marshals to investigate what was going on in the DC jail. And so mm. if it wasn't for that man, if it wasn't for him, that patriotic man, we would not know the, the terrible things people were going through in the D.C. jail. Judge Lamberth is a good man, and he was willing to allow me to have organic food wow. while I was being detained because he saw that I was truly suffering, that it was more than just a religious thing. It was also a health thing. Well, what religion are you? I practice shamanism. I don't eat anything that isn't made by God. And all the products that are made by Monsanto, all these genetically engineered mm-hmm. products and modified organisms are all made by human beings. And they are literally, the pesticides that are in them and these GMOs are literally changing our DNA and dumbing us down systematically. Wow, I didn't know. I thought you were a plant-based pimp too. I'm like, my heart No, is- he knows we need meat no, to survive. No, we it don't to need meat. it to survive. I will eat dirt if it will save a cat's life. I love animals. Will never hurt an animal. Okay, so last question though. Well, I think it's you know pretty obvious, but didn't they let you in? What the hell? How did you even get in? Because you know I called AOC a big booty Latina, and then she went and voted on uh, some, what, some Congress bullcrap, and then she came out and complained. She goes, "The Capitol Police didn't stop this man from sexually harassing me, and the Capitol Police let the rioters in on January 6th. So how did you get in? I mean, didn't they let you in? Well, I've already told you I'm not going to discuss anything on that day. And to be perfectly honest with you, I saw that video of what you said to AOC. And God love you, bro. I don't think it's helping. You know, it's not. It's not. What, trying to get laid? Wait, Jacob, coming from a guy, when's the last time you've been laid? Hold on, show both of us <laughs> so we can clip this. Wait, you don't like that I call her Big Booty Latina, but you haven't been laid in how many years? I respect women and I love hey, you respect him too much. I respect him enough to give him some loving and some sugar. You respect him enough to be a homosexual. I mean, wouldn't that wouldn't that be a closeted homosexual vibe to not get laid? Don't you want to orgasm? You said you love orgasming. So are you cranking your jank all day long? Wouldn't that be kind of gay if you're just constantly cranking it in a prison cell? 
Well, first of all, I'm not in a prison cell anymore, am I? But you're not getting laid. Are you getting laid? I'm asking. Are you getting laid? Because I know you, you like to. You're getting laid by no, choice. No, but I'm saying you said you like to orgasm, but you're not getting laid. So you're sitting there just rubbing your sausage and getting some fettuccine Alfredo sauce out of there. I'm definitely not gonna go getting laid in prison, bro. And <laughs> think with my big head, not with my little head. Some a woman has to really stimulate this to get in my pants. That's see, that is the gayest <laughs> thing ever. For a woman to stimulate me, she needs to have breasts. She needs to have a tight vagine. She loves it. She's gets it. She gets it, man. It's true. Because she's a woman, so you got the feminine mindset. No, no do not agree with a woman. No. Jacob, come on, you're siding with oh, a woman. I'm a real man, dude. I'm a real man. I'm an alpha. An alpha? You better believe it. I would never wear that freaking vest, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, you stormed the Capitol shirtless with a beaver fur on your head, and you're making fun of my outfit? I mean, my the way I'm dressed? I mean, come on. Well, it's the face paint's badass. Yeah, the face paint is badass. It does, it does make I'm it. I'm just saying, I mean, Jacob, come on, let's be real. So you're mad that I called AOC Big Booty Latina, so are you one of these snowflake liberal leftists? <laughs> No, I just respect women more than that. And to be oh. honest with you, I'm not making fun of your best, but you're sitting here talking to me about my masturbatory habits on the air. Yes! Uh, yes, I'm very interested. I'm gay. Did you not know that? Did you not know that I'm transgender and gay? Did you not know that, Jacob? I had no idea, but now it makes sense why you're a vegetarian. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a transgender homosexual, and I love this lifestyle, Jacob, okay? I just wish that you would get laid a little more because you talked about the orgasm thing earlier. Listen, you're a great American patriot. I love you. I respect you. I think what you did was very admirable going to the Capitol that day and actually speaking out against the election. It's unfortunate the way that it ended up going to jail, but I think for you, you've benefited from this where it can be a positive for some other people, unfortunately, people that are older than you that have gotten basically almost life sentences. For them, it's not gonna be, there's not gonna be ever end of the rainbow or happy ending for them. I mean, I think it's all in how you look at it. I yeah, think but I'm his, saying Jacob's his, his outlook is the right His outlook, outlook is great, but like Richard Bigo, he's 64 years old getting a five year sentence. You know, he put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I mean, that just seems a little egregious, five years. He's gonna get what Jacob did was egregious. The time that he did was egregious, but it's but he made the best out of it, and I think that's very admirable. Wait, wait Jacob, were you the one that pooped on Nancy Pelosi's desk? <laughs> I went into the Senate. Did you poop in the Senate? <laughs> I prayed. Did you see any poop? Anybody else pooping? You're a funny guy, you know that, right? Like I'm a funny guy. No, I'm a trans homosexual uh, that's into woman because I identify as Alexandria. So I, I'm sorry I misgendered you. Yes, and I'd have known with the vest. And I would like you to go to jail for that in the future. All right, Jacob. So, listen, you've been a great sport. Now tell the people where they can find you, how they can support you. Absolutely. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at America Shaman. That's America. Shaman at America Shaman on Twitter. You can go to my website, ForbiddenTruthAcademy.com. We have all sorts of uh, free courses and podcasts you can check out. Um, we also have a bunch of kick-ass merch. Our merchandise is through the roof. It's so freaking awesome. It even got the uh, attention of Rolling Stone, Vice, and the Young Turks. So wow. you know, you're doing something right. Yoga pants.
kick-ass yoga pants. I know that, that I know your guest will love it. Yeah, she I'm, will. I'm We're going, gonna order I'm some. Going there right Everybody, go show. support Jacob. Go order some of that merch. And I'm telling you, keep up the good work, Jacob. We'll be in touch. I'm sure I'll hear from you and interact with you soon. Uh, soon. Salancha. Cheers, as we say at Olive Garden. God bless. <laughs> See you, Jacob. Oh, that was great. That was delicious. Well, that got a little. That got a little more heated than I expected it to get, Sarah. That. It didn't go at all how I thought it was. No, he was a little feisty. Like I he was a little more feisty. He was also than... extremely intelligent and well spoken. Which the mainstream media didn't want you to, they wanted you to think that he was a complete uh, moron. Yeah, I know. I think Alex, he was well-spoken. I have a confession. I told him it was going to be a completely serious show and that you weren't going to be funny, so that's no. kind of why. Are you kidding? Yeah. Are you trolling, Jimmy, or you didn't really say that, did you? <laughs> no. I had, I had to find a way to... Did you really tell him it was going to be serious? I mean, I, the awkward moments are the best ones. I agree. No, it was great. I don't give a shit what you had to tell him to get him on the show. No, I he, he, no, no, he was like, he was like, no, Alex is trying to be funny things. Like, no, we, we will put that aside. <laughs> I'm teaching Jimmy how to lie. Very good. Now, that is a good thing. That is finally you did something no, no, good. Finally being a good influence. Finally, on me. you did something oh, good, Jimmy. So, yes. All right, guys. That was a great episode. You have Sarah Gonzalez. Make sure to go get Makeup by Sarah. Yeah, American Beauty by Sarah. American Beauty by Sarah. Shit in this. There's a little. There's a little a defecation. We farted in these cups before. I apologize. We should have cleaned those out. But I always have Jimmy fart in the guest cup. Okay. I'll know for next time. Yeah, I wouldn't drink anything, Jimmy. Don't eat anything. Don't. It's going to be farted on. <laughs> also, Thank just you. a heads Noted. up. Uh, Jacob's still in the Skype, so he can probably, you know. I love his. Jacob. I just want to know that. No, he was amazing. Yeah. I feel like you. There he is, Jacob. Yes. Jacob's a badass. I'm telling you, he was really, I, I'm not just saying that. Jacob is a brilliant guy. He's a smart guy. I mean, he's well-spoken. I'm, I'm just really glad that he, well, first of all, I'm pissed because I wanted him on my show first. And the He'll attorneys, come on your show now. No, the attorneys were like, oh, he's not doing any appearances. And now he comes on and you get this like really well-spoken, brilliant guy. And you got him first. Well, I'm a pimp on a blimp. What can I say? All right, guys, we end the show the same way every time. Go make sure to watch the news and why it matters. Airs every day, 5 p.m. Central time. Yes, 5 p.m. Central. Watch it on YouTube. Like and subscribe, guys. All right, we end the show the same way every time with a freestyle finale. So, DJ, hit that beat. Come on, Jimmy. QAnon shaman going really ham. Yes, I'm singing, dancing in front of the cam. Going to eat a sandwich filled with ham. I love this song. It's my favorite jam. I'm a pimp on a blimp with my man Jacob Chansley and we're going and we're dancing real crazy. No, I'm not very lazy. QAnon is the thing. I don't care because he's got the ring. I'm a pimp on a blimp. Let me go and eat some shrimp. I love you guys. Thank you for watching. Good night.